Oh, and by the way, you wanted me to save my opinion on this. All right, all right. So let me break this down here. So Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling decide to then make a podcast that's essentially our podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. And bro. this is why I bring this up now, because I have gotten over it where now I have still concluded one thing. They for sure listen to our show, which, by the way, shout out to you both. I love y'all. <laughs> they for sure listen where now I feel like it's helping us. Because now people can be like, okay, let me watch the episode again. Let me see what I see and hear it from the two nerds. And then let me go and hear the behind the scenes of what actually happened in the episode. Yeah. So it's like you're getting the watch view of if it's like you first time getting in depth with it. And then you're like, well, what really was it like making it? And that's when then you're going to their show. See, our show just... It, it brings people together. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I wanted to make sure of. All ages, you know, no, no discrimination no, no whatsoever ages. of no, any no. kind, dude. No, no, there's no all ages. No, it's all ages, dude. No. <laughs> it, there's a rule. If you have to put a half in your, na- if, in your age, then that means you're too young. So if somebody says like nine and a half, <laughs> that means you're too young to be able to listen to the show. A half, huh? What if they're... T- 21 and a half. Somebody's going to tell you that they're 21 and a half years old. <laughs> Whoever tells you that, you're not you're not supposed to hang out with that person. Fair point. Fair <laughs> point. Fair point. Yeah, so I don't know if they copied our show, dude. Okay. Uh, what I think where the copying comes from is the every episode. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Tom and Mike, you guys are busy. What do you mean you have time for every episode? No, 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 no. I'm not buying it. You know what they saw? They said, wow, Taylor and Joseph know, know what's going on here. That's true. But you know what? We need to take it one step further. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a hand-in-hand type thing. What I think they want to have happen is a duo where then we're going at each other, where it's like two, me and you versus them two. It's going to be a single podcast happening one day. I just don't think that they're big enough for us yet. That's what I think. <laughs> Maybe so, you know. Who could be as big as us? They're, you know, they were Mike and Tom. Now it's Taylor and Joseph. Now it's Taylor and Joseph. We did the exact same stunts as them. We we recreate every single episode every day. You were That's, Tina last time, right? Dude, yeah. <laughs> Nuts. You saw that too? Crazy. I usually play Lana. What? I think you do, yeah. I, I'm not even weirded out by that. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Now you're just insulting me because now, yeah, I'm going to take a You're telling me you wouldn't do a lot of what Lana does? In this episode, no, because in this episode, I feel bad for her. This is probably the first time I'm going to be stating this about this season because I can't remember another time. I truly feel sorry for Lana in this episode because she did not deserve what came for her. And I'm actually was in shock. I, I was in shock. Yeah, it's, it's a little out there. What do you mean it's a little out? It's, it's a, a little, up it's just a little bit out there. No, 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 no. She was being very loving, right? <laughs> you know what? She was doing it for her best interest. I just don't want to have a lot of spoilers, but it is only the one scene that she's. There's two <laughs> scenes that she's in. That is the only second one because she's wearing the exact same dress in both scenes. That's true. Yeah. Good, yeah, good wardrobe check. Oh, dude, I only pay attention to the wardrobe <laughs> because Chloe hasn't been around, so who else am I going to be paying attention to with the outfits? Is this not the episode where you don't get Chloe and Pete the whole time? Yeah, and by the way, this episode probably could have been better with some Chloe and Pete. Definitely Chloe. 
I was, I'm sorry. Oh, wait. Pete's still dead, right? <laughs> yeah, that's he what we're under like the assumption. Fully dead still. We are still hoping he's alive from last episode. <laughs> but but it's still he's not even in this one. By the way, this just makes the theory worse for him because he could fully be dead at this point. That's true. And the show is now trying to figure out, oh damn it, how do we write him back in? Do we kill him? Did Tina <laughs> kill him? They're thinking about it right now. <laughs> they are thinking about it. So this is actually episode 12, season 2, Insurgents. This is the lovely episode where we have a nice hostage crisis situation. So, yeah. Very as you can, sus. As you can, as you can tell, it's very sounds very cool, very cool. Episode 12, season 2, bro. We're halfway. More than halfway, I think. Yeah, no, no. We are more than halfway because I think it's 23. It's 23. Mm. Um, or, or we're halfway. Either way, it's 23, 24. Either way, we're not even looking that far ahead because, dude, we're in this for your journey, bro. Oh, my God. I still hate you because, once again, it's it's coming to one of these episodes where all I want to do is be able to skip it. But what have we talked about before? No, no, no. You can't because in the crappy episodes in the last five minutes, they're going to they're gonna throw you something that then connects with the overall season. And, by the way, if you miss it, you're then kind of lost in a way. Yeah. Especially in this episode. And by the way, a lot of people make a lot of bad choices here. It starts in literally in the first five yeah. minutes. No, no. That's why there's a lot of horrible decision making going on. And it's by some people that I was expecting better. Like, come on. This is things that you should be used to, things you should be expecting. And you're handling it as if this is coming as a surprise. Dude, I labeled this episode Jitters Part 2. Yes. <laughs> I, that's so funny because I even put in my notes, why does this seem like whenever I'm at Luther Corp, this is Jitters right now? Yeah. It it was the exact same type of hostage scenario. Hostage? The only thing I did not get was Whitney getting shot in the arm off screen. That's what I was really hoping for and for him to be the hero and... For him to yell at Pete and for Clark to bring in the blueprints. We don't talk about Whitney, dude. He's dead. Okay? So, that's true. guess what? We're done. He's not relevant anymore. I know. I'm sorry. Unless we're going to bring up the fact he hung up a child in this uh, cornfield. Uh, is that going to tie in later on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the best part. The best part. <laughs> this episode... We've already clarified that so many times. What? No, no, no. Sometimes yes. the theme may come in second place because <laughs> the actual episode is damn good. This one, oh, hell no. Oh, dude, I don't know. We I, already come up to Lex at the mansion at his desk looking like what? Like he's thinking? He's angry. I I've already can angry. tell that this man is completely angry. What we have, and by the way... This man's name, you already have to pause for me. Yeah. Uh, because this man's name, did you look it up? Lackey. His name's Lackey. His name is Lackey. Is his name really Lackey, or is it just supposed to be like a Lackey for Lex? He had a first and last name. <laughs> is it Lackey Joe? No, no, no. His Lackey was his last name. Oh. Joe Lackey? Does <laughs> that sound right? But either way, he is extremely upset right now. They pull some comic book thing here, like calling the henchman Lackey, but it's like his last name, you know? It feels real comic booky. You know what's crazy is that the one like type of henchman that I always remember since we're on the subject of Lackey is the Riddlers. 
I don't know why, but it's always, even in the Batman animated cartoon, the Riddler's lackeys were always a big part of it, where they just, I'm trying to remember, I think they were the ones that were on the painting bridge, hanging from the window, and then it was raining, and then they were like, it was just a great, great scene, and it was when Riddler made that toy. Damn, I'm trying to remember the episode. Dude, either you way, got me. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh man, I can I can dive into <laughs> Batman animated series all day long. It's probably the greatest thing. But yes, to your point, this has the same type of feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And so, basically, what Lex is mad about with this guy is that oh, Daddy Lionel pulled the fast one on little baby Lex and pulled a deal that he had from under his company. Well, yes. And he completely believes that this had to be some type of inside information because the key to this all is that this was a $150 million deal. That Mm -hmm. seems to be the key here because as it continues with Lex just saying, how could anybody know this? The lackey even mentions, well, to know the exact number... It could only have been you or I. The lackey himself, in a way, rats himself out. I think that also kind of saves him, though. Yeah, it's like, at least he's being honest, you know? Well, yeah. All in all, he's like, uh, could have been potentially a mistake I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it, but exactly. And that's also the other thing that he does is he then even states, okay, well, Lex, I'll then turn in my resignation. I'll then quit in the morning. Lex, for some reason, goes on a little bit of a tirade. No. To my father, that wouldn't be good enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make sure you're never going to work in any type of town ever again. Yeah, it's like he's going to th- like threaten to throw him off the roof or something for for being fired. But I'm not my father. I'm not my father, Lackey. And then it turns into this weird well, it's because novella I think, type scene. I think he was like getting the hint of, oh, I got, I got what you're throwing here. I know the assignment. Huh? Isn't that what kids say too? Yeah. The assignment. Yeah. 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 (laughs) He knows the assignment. So, of course, Lex is just furious throwing things around. Lost the deal. Throwing things around the fucking office. By the way, I do have to ask you a question, though, and this is why I'm going to bring it up with how angry he is on why of the undercutting of the $150 Do you think that the person just offered them like $145? And probably some better purse on the side <laughs> like, that's not yeah, being spoken that, about. It's like, how could this happen? It's like, well, <laughs> like it's if not you look that at big it, of a drop. I take that. I take that deal. <laughs> I take that deal. Hey, if it's cheaper, it's cheaper. <laughs> and just kind of a spoiler though, if it's coming from the same place, <laughs> what's the big deal, right? <laughs> Technically, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, how does Lex have this money in the first place, Daddy? That. De- Daddy doesn't care. He does not care. I'll tell you that much. And come to find out, after he threw his plant against the wall and broke it, he found a microphone bug in the petal of the flower. Okay. So, because Lex was then able to find this, what that means is we are then going to be cranking up metal music and start destroying everything in the office. Because you know why? I'm here to party. I'm here to rock. This is what I do. Wow. You're very passionate about that. Yeah, I am. Because otherwise, if he's not a rock fan, I don't know what the (laughs) hell is going on. Well, we know for sure he's into basically dubstep and house music. Yeah, but uh, so am I. So that's why I feel like that me and Lex are like the same person in a way. We like the same type of music. Clark likes country. 
Okay? That's what he likes. So... You, you, Rascal you Flats. That's what his favorite band is. Right there. No. Yes, probably. it is. You talking about Clark? Yeah, I'm talking about Clark. Okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> See, there's no disputing yeah, it. I bet, you, I bet you he likes Dolly Parton. Uh, okay. <laughs> Another one. Yes. Um, what I was going to say here, when do you think this uh, office was bugged? So, great question, and I didn't really give that one a thought, but I will give my opinion. It's got to be the moment after the hurricane when Lex hesitated and did not save Lionel automatically. Mm. So, I would even say the moment that Lionel became blind is the moment that he bugged the office, the moment he moved in. So, would you say red? Because he did move in in red. There you go. Then that's my episode that I would say more than anything where the office was bugged because at that point he then would have been distracted with you know, uh, what was it? What was her biology? Yeah, she's biology. I thought I was gonna say health, but the biology teacher because you know red. I love that. I love that. That maybe that could that could that could work for sure. Well, yeah, no, I just think that that it was so early. Because Lionel's such a bastard. The only thing that I do have a problem with when it comes to this scene is that Clark then comes in. And he's like, Lex, uh, what's happening here? Lex is tearing up a painting. He goes over to his stereo, turns it even louder, says Big Brother is listening. Lex then states, don't (laughs) worry, I'm going to have my entire mansion uh, monitored. I'm going to have people come in here trying to debug this mansion. I've already found these two bugs in my office. Mm -hmm. Hey, Joseph. If you have a team already coming in, why would you then destroy your office? If that team was already going to come in for your home, couldn't you just tell them to also do it for your office so then you're not breaking everything? Yeah. You could do that. I'm already paying them. So now I'm going to have to pay two different people, them and the person that's going to fix up this office that I'm destroying? Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, but this money, you know, I mean, he's not broke. Is that, what, is that what you're telling me? Yeah. So, <laughs> this is because he's rich, he gets to do these things? That's right. Now I'm insulted. You know what? Clark, take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, Lex is like, would you, would you like it if someone heard all you were saying? And Clark's like, no. Well, Clark, he's like, oh, with having all the secrets exposed? That's not good for me. I know how you feel now. X-ray vision <laughs> everywhere. Here we go. Yeah, he actually just only picks the CD player because apparently that's where you look for bugs. Well, he looked around for about 10 seconds. He then tries to play it off being like, hey, Lex, did you check the cushions in the mattress? Yes, I already did that with the couch. Okay, well, what about the stereo? Yeah, you know the thing that's playing the really loud music? What if he did that, huh? And that's where Lex then goes into it, sees the metal music cranking even louder, and then smashes it to pieces. Yeah, is that clarifying that he is um, is seeing the camera? Is that a camera? Is that a bug? Like no, no a it's a camera. Okay. I don't even think that was a microphone. I think the microphones were around his desk, but the camera itself was on the stereo. Damn, he's such a bastard, isn't he? Why? Lionel. This is a game they play. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Like, if you want me to really get to the bottom of this, and this is why... You think I, this is just like their own version of a Luther game? This is why I say that people kind of acted, like, differently, and their reactions were weird to me. Lex kind of acts like a bitch. 
This is <laughs> this is mano e mano with your father. You're trying to tell me that you're shocked that he would ever bug your office? That's crazy talk. I mean, to every me. time something does happen, he's definitely not shocked at all. He had sex and sent a woman towards you. <laughs> what am I missing here? He then had your assistant bribed. He then took your reporter and then bribed them. Either way, Lionel has done everything. He's, he's done a lot more. He, to Lex than Lex has done to him. That's what I mean. And so you're then trying to tell me that the bugging of the office was the last straw? No! Sending the woman you had sex with to come have sex with me is the last straw. Yeah, I would have gave up at that point, too. Yeah, I would have been gross. I would have been I out. I would have just, well, not gave up, just like, you know, going hard. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. By the way, also, quick question. Are him and Dr. Bryce still dating here? Uh, that's what I would assume. So this also is also how we would assume uh, Pete is dead. <laughs> Maybe she is taking care of Pete in the coma. Hey. Maybe that's what's going on, and that's why we're not able to see both parties. At least, you know what? We're connecting dots. You think it's like a Kill Bill situation? Definitely a Kill Bill situation. Like Pete's just laying there, yeah. hung like a moose. By the way, you know it's not a good movie? Kill Bill Volume 2. Come on. Not better than the first one. No, 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 no. I won't I won't downgrade the first one whatsoever. The second one, come on. What's the title of the movie? And how quickly does it take for her to kill him? It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Hey, dude, dude, dude. This is Smallville, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to jump off topic. You're the one who said it. This is what you I do. I just was see, making a comparison. Me. Don't distract me. <laughs> making a comparison that Dr. Helen Bryce is being the buck and kill bill you know what stop comparing characters you're not allowing me to go off my rant and Pete's just sitting there hung like a moose unconscious what is going in on? his coma dude you telling me helen wouldn't do it yeah she would do it she drop kicked orderlies she's about that action oh my god see i'm not no we're not doing this jumping back into smallville now <laughs> we were talking about smallville the whole time those were smallville characters all right jumping back to the kent home we now have Jonathan, who decided to make a plate of chicken. Clark then grabs that plate of chicken and says, Hey, Dad, let me make it extra crispy. Don't ever touch my food again. <laughs> How about hey, that? you dirty shit. Get away yeah, from me. What is your Were you just problem? doing my short chores outside? You're dirty. What are you doing right now? <laughs> Thanks. I actually just made this for your mother and I because now we are going on a picnic. Oh, yeah? Hey, Dad, why don't you actually take her somewhere nice, you know, go out of town? Oh, I would, except my shitty son threw a party and his best friend's girlfriend clogged my toilet. Mmm. Oh, I can still smell it. <laughs> that is what Jonathan states to Clark. And Clark immediately says, oh, gotcha. Oh. Oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. That was a cool party, huh? That was a great party. Hey, you know what you do to your wife to make her feel like a piece of shit? Um, tell her you basically hate her for the choice she made of making, you know, dollars for the family instead of eating probably soggy fried chicken on a picnic. <laughs> okay, so I I have so many issues with this. So many John issues. John decides to be the actual worst husband today. Uh, this is why... Uh, Actually, maybe worst dad. Yeah, yeah. No, no. No, 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 no. That's still going to Mr. Summers. 
You can no, never. Oh, anyway, I'm just talking in general right now. As far as John being a worse dad, it's like shining right here. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Jonathan has never still shown me what people love. I have not. And this is a season. This is going on two seasons <laughs> where I have not seen the love that everybody keeps talking about. Instead, what Martha then explains to Jonathan is, hey, how about we do something tomorrow? Hey, Joseph, why don't we do something tomorrow? It's like, um, you know, it takes me back when Clark was like, hey, Dad, want to go to a hockey game uh-huh. um, instead of our usual fishing trip? He's like, what? Why would we do that? I oh, want- it was a football game. Was it the Sharks? No, Sharks no, it was, it was the Sharks. It was the box seats. It was everything of them still spending the weekend together. By the way, still father and son. Lex wasn't even going to go. And you know what? Jonathan still threw a exact fit of what he is doing right now with Martha. Just because Martha even said, uh-huh, they closed on a deal. I wonder where that deal came from, that $150 million deal. They just closed on a deal, so she's having to run to the office in order to sign the final paperwork for Lionel because you know he's blind. And John is just not having it. He's not having it at all. He's like, excuse me? We have a picnic for our anniversary, Martha. Hey, um, I'm just going to throw this out here again. Martha has how many jobs for this household? Martha um, brings in how much income compared to Jonathan? I'm going to say it's all of it. Yeah. I'm going to so. say it's 80%. I'm going to give John 20 to be <laughs> on the nice side, but there's no way in hell it's nah, more than 20. Hey, dude. Give him 25. I'm not going to give him 25. Give him 25. I'm not doing that. A quarter, bro? No. Tell him he doesn't put a quarter on there? He gets two dimes. A quarter's already shit. That's all he's worth. No. Two dimes. Let him have a quarter, bro. He doesn't get a quarter. Dude. I'm not going to keep going. I'm Dude. Not, I'm not changing my mind. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so um, um, but John decides to make Martha feel like shit. And then even Clark... Even Clark butts into this, bro. Well, look, and it's because Martha even is stating, this is my boss telling me I have to. Well, I'm your husband, damn it. Listen, Martha is all about this job. She stated it from the beginning with Ryan. Even when she first took it, this is what, in a way, her degree was going for. Was to be not only a personal assistant to a multi-billionaire, but it was also to then be promoted. Her, okay, her destiny was supposed to be Pepper Potts. That's what her destiny was supposed to be. And instead, it was Pepper Potts marrying the farmer. She married Hawkeye. Dude, stop. This is DC, bro. I'm just telling you something <laughs> that I can connect with. I'm just telling you that is what her destiny was. And instead, it's Jonathan holding her back. Yeah, and he's like... Oh, I never thought I'd see the day you'd pick this job over your own family. And then Clark's like, yeah, Dad's right. Oh, hey, did you know that the Luthers were even spying on each other? Um, Clark, not the time. I didn't know you were the microphone bug in his office. You're just over here spilling secrets. Oh, hey, this is our anniversary, Clark. Why don't you go find your own anniversary? Yeah, what the hell? I... A, A, B, conversation, C, your way out of it, C, Clark, C. Uh, Jonathan immediately tells Clark, mind your own damn business. Martha and John are immediately going back and forth because all Martha cares about is their family's financial security. All Jonathan cares about is going on a fucking picnic. 
Bro, it's like, I know it's their anniversary, dog, but it's like, this can't wait till tomorrow. She said let's do it tomorrow. It's like, why can't it wait till tomorrow? Why can't it wait? John just looks like a hobo right now, dude, dude. Well, he looks no, no, like no. he's just going through it. What's I will say, at the end of that scene, it's the best thing ever, because both Clark and Jonathan are both looking at the camera like, shit, we just got our ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, Martha no, just owned us. No one's going to win against Martha. No! Are you kidding me? Not when she's making those type of points. Not even Lionel could win it at Martha, bro. Speaking of Lionel, now we are going into the next scene at the Luther <sighs> Mansion. Where Lionel is then walking into the doors. He seems very, you know, stable without having somebody guide him. I mean, he's supposed to be blind, right? (laughs) So he's able to walk through the doors. Lex then even makes the comment. Uh, He starts talking about past history. Mm -hmm. Lionel says, I don't have time for this. I'm here to make a business deal. (laughs) What an ass. Dude, he really just likes to rub his nose in it, man. Well, Lex even kind of hints, being like, okay, so you're there to make a deal. It's not like you were ever to spy on somebody, ever to hear something that somebody would ever say, correct? Right. And Trying to make them to admit it, yes. pretty much. Bait them. Lionel completely admits it, in a way. Yeah, of course. Dude, are you fucking serious? Lex, you're already on the right track. Do you, do, why do you need to get it? Well, it's because... You're wearing the- a wire? You snitch now? Lex immediately then states, well, okay, uh, my office has been bugged, and I'm thinking maybe you had something to do with it. <laughs> Lionel leaves, you know what, about your bug problem, I would call an exterminator, <laughs> and leaves the office. This is what I mean. Hey, uh, Lionel didn't give anything away. He was playing the game that I even thought they yeah. were a part of. It wasn't like an insult. It was a you should have expected this. Yeah, and it's usually like that all the time, too. I mean. Every time they talk about it, it's like, hey, Lex, hey, how about you be think? Think for a second, bro. And, yeah, he basically rubs it in his face. That's what I mean. And it was already there. And I, I don't know. Like, like I said with Lex, he's just not acting himself in this episode. I'm fairly disappointed in what I'm seeing so far. And then we get to see Lex uh, after Lionel leaves. Lex pulls out this nice little gizmo. Puts, I guess, you know, blocks his voice, distorts his voice on a call. It's Probably like, makes it untraceable, too. It's like in a ring box. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's like it a was, toy. It was it's like, like a $10,000 thing. <laughs> but yet it looked like the Home Alone like camera thing. Yeah. And, of course, he's calling out to someone. Uh, the, what would you call this? Like, Asian dude? And... Uh, white whoa, bald wait. guy in the van, and they look like uh, what was it? Cleaners, yeah, no, no. cleaners. They're the cleaners. What looks to be outside of a building here, where Lex then makes a call, calls himself Mister Green in this scene as well, in order to have his voice distorted because he is now hiring these people. I'm assuming to bug Lionel's office, and this is why I also say Lex is weak. What are you copying, Daddy? Now. Yep, he's you, literally copying him. You can't do something better. We can't think of something more. We can't get back at him in a better way. Instead, we are copying Daddy. Yep. You're better than this. You threw a fit, and then you said you're not going to catch me do it to you. You did it to me? I'm going to do it to you. That's all this was. Yeah, um, it's a really bratty way to react. Yeah, very unlike Lex. That's weird. And fun fact about the, the Asian dude that he called... Bro, he's an arrow. 
He's he, an arrow. He plays Yao Fei, the one who trains him on the island. Oh, Byron is, Man, bro. That is a nice little tie-in. And hold on, I do want to get. What is, what is his name? Byron Man. Kern. Yeah, Kern. <laughs> that is the guy's name, and I wanted to get it because it was so horrible. I was like, "Why is your name Kern?" His name is Kern. 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 Hey, Kern. How you doing, Kern? <laughs> That's what his name is. That's who Lex called. That's who one of the cleaner group guys is. And the bald head guy that was in the passenger seat, I'm just going to kind of spoil this. Big trouble. Big trouble. <laughs> Big trouble indeed. And uh, now let's get something really stupid that Clark likes to do is get the books that always have to do with what's going on in his life. I don't know. Remember that dating one? No, 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 no. Joseph, you need to connect even further. Not only does what he is reading connecting to what the episode usually is, but every single time he calls Lana over, he does he is reading a book. <laughs> At this point, it is too obvious in what you are trying to do. He caught me. I like to break a mental sweat he is too. Doing it, it's every single time. How many times has he done it this season? That should be our new little poll that we have. Honestly, he's done it quite a bit. He did it a lot last season. Yes, this is absolutely this, insane. This new addition is a uh, families in conflict healing the rift because he needs to heal his parents' anniversary issues. Yeah, because uh, his family had one argument and now they're in crisis mode. <laughs> My goodness. It just goes to show that, honestly, all the hype about him and his perfect family, probably true, and when a fight happens, they're going to overreact. That actually is a very valid point to be able to say like and fall back to. They're not used to that much tension and shit between you know families that are so close together. Well, when you have a disagreement, instead of being able to talk <laughs> it out, you read books right. to then figure out and what then the other person's has, emotions are. Yeah, and one has to be super stubborn, and the other one yes. is actually reasonable and smart. Yes, and one has to make money, the other one has to make no money. Yeah, right, right. Yes. Spends it all on the bike. Yeah, one of them helps the family, the other one ruins the family. So, yes. Okay. I'm and glad. then Clark just balances it right yeah. out because he's not even human. Oh, my God. <laughs> Without Clark, Martha and John would have been able to get a divorce at least 10 years ago. <laughs> Like the day after they got out of the meteor shower. Yeah. They're just like, you know what? I'm done with you. I'm done with you. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been a great show. Canceled in just two like two episodes. Yeah. You can't give me children. <laughs> I'm leaving you. What if the new episode of What If Smallville? <laughs> what if Clark... They already made that. That's what happens when he gets caught by the Russian family instead. <laughs> they get divorced? Yeah. Red Sun. <laughs> Uh, who knew Russia could have just prevented that? Yeah, it's all it was, man. Never to go again. Hey, comrade. <laughs> Get John out of there. Get John out of there. And so now we do have Lana walking in on him reading the book, and she's dressed up like she's going to go to prom again. Well, he is completely, like, thrown off. He's like, wow, whoa, what's the special occasion for? And she even says, well, I'm going to meet my... I don't know what you would call her because she even makes the joke too. But she is going to meet her biological father's wife. wife. So <sighs> she terrible. is going to meet Mrs. Smalls. And she even asked Clark, how would you even say that? I would call her Mrs. Smalls. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> you know what? I wish Clark would have just thrown it out. Call her mom. 
Oh man, yeah. I just, I just read. I was reading this book, and it's great. Like when in this type of situation, you want to call her mom. That's what it said in the book, Doctor Justin Bishop. Hey, that's what he said in the book. Healing the rift, Lana. Healing the rift. Lana then explains kind of a little bit of what's going on, but before she can get fully into it, she notices that Clark is a little down in the dumps because she even states, to your point earlier, not everyone can have the perfect Kent family. And Clark, well, you know what? We're having a bit of a disagreement right now. (laughs) We're actually about to break up. (laughs) It's getting really The whole family's breaking up. But he says, Lana, I don't want to talk about that, though. I want to just focus on you. Tell me, how are you feeling? Dude, he's been doing really well in the Lana department lately. Yeah, I'm all about it. But also, he, even that little line he drops is like, hey, don't even stress about it. You know, everyone's going to know or she's going to know how just how special you are. And she's like, oh, well, no, no, no. actually, I'm going to take that even further. I'm really impressed by his line because he even says, Lana, if she accepts you, that's great. But if not, that's her loss. He says it even casually, where I'm even like, Clark, maybe we could have sex. (laughs) Hey, count me in. (laughs) Do you know magic tricks? Oh, oh, do I? (laughs) Lana, get away. He's going to appreciate my magic trick. But yes, he is completely speaking well to her. He even tells her, it's like, even it's her loss. It's like, Henry's your priority anyway, so who cares? Okay, I, I, I do think it's very strange, though, where she says, I feel like I just have this thing in my brain, adopted kid syndrome. And Joseph, she had a family. <laughs> so I'm... No, 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 no. Like, That's where I'm, you're wrong, Taylor. She, she never did. I'm, I'm so lost by this in a way because now we have Lana spitting on her father who took care of her. So now she's going to spit on her mother hoping that Mrs. Smalls would be able to replace her, becoming her new adopted mother. Yeah, um, seems like Lana. Sounds like a Lana thing. I, I just, I'm not understanding it, because in a way, I find it very inappropriate. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm just hoping I don't screw it up, because I can have an actual family. And it's like, um, you had two parents until the age of, like, what, five? Three? That's what I, no, no, it's five. So they have to be the same age as Clark. Five. So five. Okay. So she's 16. So it was 11 years ago. 10, 11 years ago. And then ago. she had Nell, which is just a mom who also was borderline a whore. I'm not accepting this adoptive kid syndrome. Yeah, she was a whore. I mean, <laughs> if anything, she scarred Lana. She's the one who damaged her. Yeah, maybe that's what made her think she didn't have a family, bro. Yeah, that's that's for sure going to be it more than anything else. That's what I'm going to buy into here. But uh, I'm just going to say all in all, I think this is actually the worst idea she's maybe thought of. No, no, I won't say that. This is just a terrible idea. Why do we need to go meet the wife? Well, I it's because she's wanting to be... Uh, here's the thing. Like one-on-one, like you can't just meet them. At, well, they are at the same time. Never mind. It's also because she wants to at least be able to impress the spouse in order for her to kind of put in a good word. Being like, oh yeah, I would love it if... Y'all were to be able to hang out. I think it'd be great to be able to build that relationship. I, I don't Maybe mind it. I don't mind it more than anything. I, I'm actually for her in this episode. That's Again, I'm stating this here. I am for Lana in this episode. If I can name one person that I'm like, I get you. It's her. I'm with her. Dude, I'm for Kern. 
No, you're not. I'm so for Kern right now. You know now. why? Because I'm going to tell you why you can't be for Kern. But continuing no, here. because he's Yao Fei, dude. Special place in my heart. But Clark then even states because she even laughs being like, oh, well, not everybody can have the perfect family just as the Kent, just like we said. And he's just like, perfect. we're in a fight. Clark then says, you need to get out of here. Stop focusing on my problems. Lana Smacks her ass on the way out. Decides <laughs> before she can leave to turn around and says, Clark, whatever it is, your parents are going to be able to work it out because it was one fight, moron. <laughs> it's just like, you know, just some people are meant to be together. And then it becomes this weird long stare. Long stare that they always each do. other. And yet that was also the opportunity for Clark to be able to make the move and to be able to state how he feels. And he's coming up short. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into this here. Cause I, I I like what you're saying that Clark has been great these past few episodes with his relationship with Lana. I agree. But mm-hmm. he's stopping short every Very time. much so. It's like he's he can score the touchdown. And he can finally, like, make a move or get somewhere different. But instead, he wants to just fall at the one-yard line and say, nah, I'm good. It's like the Smallville blue balls. But he's doing it to himself. And to us. Well, yeah, yeah. No matter what, I get blue-balled every episode. <laughs> we stand the Klana relationship. Yeah, whenever I don't see Jonathan grabbing Martha's ass on the kitchen table, <laughs> I know that, you know what, this episode's not for me. Yeah, straight up, dude. I feel that. Is it? I mean, isn't that what Smallville is supposed to be? Kent grab Asson. That's the Kent boys are at it again. <laughs> Man, I just, I just, you know, I'm just can't get behind this meeting of the Mrs. Small, bro. I think it's a terrible idea. But just let it happen naturally, man. Why we're forcing it? Okay, so I also do want to ask you this then: if you were to go and meet, let's say her, do you ever think that she would say or think good about you? Meaning, like, do you ever think that she would be on your side because she already has kids? And then you're having this 15-year-old girl coming in being like, hey, I'm his daughter, too. Yeah, I matter. Does it then become jealousy? Is this then like an ever after Drew Barrymore type deal here? She really just wants a mom, dude. She misses Nell. No, she doesn't. I think that's also kind of the key factor here. That proves she does not miss Nell. Well, she's trying to replace the Nell. She's not even thinking of Nell. Dude, she thinks about her all the time. She hates her. No, no, no. She definitely hates her. (laughs) (laughs) So we get to the mansion, and Lex is uh, just standing there looking at... What is he looking at? His little voice changer thing. Oh, yeah. And Clark's like, hey, Lex, what's a good romantic restaurant in Metropolis? And, of course, he lets him know, Le Petit Fleur. Le Petit Fleur. <laughs> and, of course, he's trying to basically set up no, his no. parents. Uh, I saw the scene a little differently, Joseph. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I saw can't. it as, hey, Lex, what's the fanciest restaurant in Metropolis? Le Petit Fleur. Okay, great. Give me a reservation now. And a helicopter ride, please. I want it as soon as possible. Tonight, right away. Hey, hey, how much is this going to cost? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Put it on my tab, right, Lex? Right. Hey, uh, I saved your life several times. Don't make it awkward. <laughs> don't make this weird. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking for a favor. <laughs> when do I ever come in here and ask for favors, huh? This is awful, by the way. <laughs> because, Corey, no, no, by the way, he did this in Kyla's episode with the, with the caves. Yeah, he did. He did this just like a few episodes ago. He's getting ballsy. <laughs> hey, man. Would you not start doing it, too? 
Lex could do anything. But uh, it's also with Clark asking Lex, being like, hey, are you able to pull this off? Uh, yes. What is this exactly for? It's for their anniversary. Okay, Clark. I get it's for their anniversary, but every single time that I'm trying to do something nice for your family and your father, it kind of blows up in my face. Yeah. So, and it's and it's funny. It's because it's like his own little personal karma. It's like he's so worried about the the Kent acceptance, and the day he actually decides to be slimy to get back at his dad, it all goes to shit, and the Kents are involved. So then it makes him look like the bad guy. Once again, it's just his own little personal karma, dude. So, because Lax has now found out, though, because he didn't know. Exactly. He, he didn't know. So, he's like, yes. Metropolis, why would Metropolis, like, they're here? I was like, well, my mom's over there, and I figured, you know, my dad could just go up there and just visit her. Your mom's at the office? On a Sunday. What is she doing there? Um, yeah, Lionel, your dad asked her to go in for some contract agreement. Clark, I got a better idea. Cutscene. Yeah, and it literally Lex is like clearly like, oh shit, Clark. Yes, I'm gonna make it as cool as possible. Just let me make some calls, man. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, he's 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 scared. Oh, he is completely scared because right he now. and already this is where we jump to Luther Corp. Yes, and we what are now we have... watching here? Instead, it's the cleaning crew that's now going into I'm going to assume Lionel's office because what they are here to do is to be able to bug. What we also figure out is some of the players' names here. We have Nikki, who is the blonde hair boy, and then we have Bishop, who is the female. Right. They are. They seem to have a lot of high-tech stuff here, and I thought they were just bugging it, but this seems so much deeper, and I don't know what it was, but tell, tell me I'm wrong. Maybe I'm looking at it differently here. This just looks a little overblown. Like, what do you mean, in the, in the like sense of the bugging. operation? Yeah, for, like, bugging. Lionel put two bugs that they found and a camera inside of Lex's office. Lex is putting in, like... A surveillance. <laughs> yeah, he is putting in like a camera every four feet. Yeah, it's like oh, he's accessing computers, so he's gonna trace their history. He's gonna be placing multiple bugs. Maybe the room's big. Maybe you need to pick up that sound, bro. Are they putting viruses in there? I hope so. Man, that would be some like Am xenon I girl of the twenty first century type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Am I tripping, or is this not the first time they've showed Lionel's office? This is the first time they have shown Lionel's office. Because it does, yes. it does show up a lot more like later on. Later it becomes on. a very relevant spot. But well, it's such yeah. a big space. How can it not? It's it's a great view. Great view. And it's so the lighting, too blue. Yeah, it's too am I underwater? Yeah, I didn't know this was Aquaman. <laughs> Is this know, Atlantis? You you ordered Atlantis theme on their on their office. And I so, want aqua blue everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Um, white guy, what's his name again? It is, I'm sure, it starts with the P. Uh, dang it. Because I know I have, I have Bishop, I have Nikki. Kern. I have Nikki. Kern. Hold on. Is it Paul? Pine, bro. Like pine cone. Pine. <laughs> yeah, he's a big pothead. I Wait, think that's what, what they were going is for. What they pine, call yeah. They call it now pine cone? He's pining. <laughs> and so yeah they basically are doing this whole elaborate bug scheme but come to find out kern the leader is being double crossed by the rest of his crew and pine is the leader of this little coup d'etat not yet not yet 
because Pine does find the safe right now. They are then, Lex is calling in, but he has not received that phone call yet because right now they are all doing their bugging and breaking in. No, but he, Pine opened the safe. Oh, did, no, no, I know Pine opened the safe, but did Lex give the call yet to Kern? Did he, Kern so, hasn't told him to pack up yet. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no. that's what I mean. Because before that, what we have is Lionel and Martha now mm -hmm. signing the contract over of the $149 million deal. <laughs> Uh, we have them signing on where Martha is a little pissed off. And Lionel's confused saying, well, what seems to be wrong? I could tell in your voice because I'm blind. <laughs> Martha then states, well, I didn't realize that I would be the only one in the office, you big weirdo. Yeah. And it then becomes a very weird situation here. I, I do have a question, though, before you go on, because it's a question for you. Why would they be the only ones if this was signing a contract? Wouldn't there be lawyers if it's over a hundred million dollar deal here? What am I missing? He is. This is Lionel's game, bro. I'm talking oh, about okay. like his so you're girl saying he's, game. Hold on, hold on. You're, he, he's lying. Then he didn't need her. Is what you're telling me? He did not need her. Okay, no. he did not need her today. I like that theory. I like that. Okay, yeah, he did not need her. This at is his all. game: is to trap her. No, it's <laughs> kind of yeah, <laughs> trap. Yeah, or nobody's around. <laughs> he's. He's, he has a lot of potential illegal activities right now that could be going – sexual illegal activities. But you know how you kind of like put those underneath the rug is then you tell them, hey, you are standing in your office. I'm going to now promote you. Look at the left drawer, Martha. I believe I left you a box in there because once again, I'm blind. How would I even know? Maybe someone told them that they put it in there. She then takes out, she sees the red box, it's very beautiful, takes it out of the desk, and what does she find? A watch. That could pretty much save the farm. Um, it's probably worth more than the farm. I would say, I would sell this thing immediately. I'm paying off my debts. Thanks for the watch, Lionel. I love working here. <laughs> this would be so easy. You know, and you wouldn't even have to tell John about it. Because you wouldn't. what does it say on the engraving? Well, um, this is... This is appropriate, though, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. To Martha, with deep affection, LL. That's what I give to all of my coworkers. Deep affection. <laughs> with deep affection. Lionel is basically saying, Martha, I want to bang you right here in your office. Well, that's okay. what he said. Okay, I, I don't want him to say that because... <laughs> How could he do that? He's blind. She would win this. But also, come on. She's killed Harry. She's killed an actual serial killer. We are not going to say Martha cannot hold her own in this type of situation. Martha says, though, she is flattered, but she cannot accept the gift here. Yeah. Lionel is then a little bit thrown off being like, Martha, with this promotion, I'm going to be needing you to spend more time with me in Metropolis. I get this is his game, Joseph, but he is telling her, leave your family. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't... That's his game. He literally is manipulating her right now. I don't... Is it manipulating, though? Because... Uh, because she... Well, and this is why. He has given her credit for being such a smart-minded person. But smarter than a lot of people. He would should have seen that she would have never bought into this. This is Lionel, to your point, thinking with his dick instead of his mind. Because the... Yeah, he wants to bang her in the office. So you're saying this is only specifically for banging right now? 
Oh, for getting her there alone? I mean, maybe, obviously he needs to, someone to write for him. He's blind. <laughs> so he needs Martha in some capacity. But it's like to be the only person in the office with a $150 million deal. It's weird. So, yes, that portion right there, that little tidbit of, hey, come to the office alone. I want to. I didn't, I didn't know that he said it like that. Yeah, that's, what, that's what he's doing. And then, hey, course, would you have sex with a blind person? <laughs> look, man. Look, look. Do you want me to answer? <laughs> no, I'll, we'll just keep going. I'll do it. I'll do it. But anyway, and so they're they're talking and like, and I've known how much Lionel. you've given up being a farmer's wife. What a burn, Lionel. I love you so, for doing you know, that burn. You know what's funny? It's like Lex with Whitney. It's the quarterback. And yes. now Lionel, the husband, the farmer. The farmer. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. They are then belittling their competition. That is what they do. And he's like feeling up on Martha's hand. Like, I guess how blind people do. Right, Taylor? Is that is that what they do? They're... They're feeling the hand right now because I just I'm so disgusted by his game that I'm I'm believing everything you are telling me right now. And look, hear me out though on Martha. Do you think she's kind of somewhat about it? No. Like even thinking about it? No. You're an idiot. No, no, no. She's not. No, she, she is. is not thinking about. I'll she hates how slimy he is, but what he's let done me, for her. Let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. She would not touch him. Okay. Connect so. those dots however you'd like, but she would not touch him. I don't think she would do sex either, but go everything else with besides that. What? <laughs> so you're telling me, are you, in a sense, are you saying she wouldn't initiate it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying she would not do anything else. I don't think else. that's what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm saying that there would only be one thing allowed, and that's Lionel being able to go down. So she would then, in a sense, be about it. Only with that one certain thing. But nothing else. Because, look, bro, the gifts, the, the actual admiration for getting her a job and recognizing her talents, bro, that goes a long way. It definitely will play with someone's emotions. Listen, Martha deserves at least... A promotion? A promotion. She deserves for somebody to make her feel beautiful. Because Jonathan was making out with people already. So now it's Martha's turn to tease. Like, and I wonder what would have happened if she they kept talking and Nikki didn't barge in the room with a gun to their face. Sam, what the hell do you think you're doing? He literally just screamed. Why are you in here? Just craziness. Yeah, and, and so we are of course, now going back to the Kent house where Jonathan is immediately oh like, Clark, God. why the hell is there a helicopter outside of in our lawn right now? Clark is standing inside of his kitchen with Lex and Jonathan. Oh, hell no. Dude, he's not having it part two of this episode. He is absolutely furious that Lex got the helicopter in his yard that he doesn't maintain at all. And um, just he offered him a ride to Metropolis and a dinner reservation so he could have his anniversary with Martha. The one thing he complained about this morning. I don't know how your family does it, but around here we respect each other. Everything has turned to shit ever since you Luthers have come into our lives. 
um, that is not the time to be able to tell Lex something like that. He did not deserve that. Nope. Finally, I'm with Lex at a point in this episode where Lex now turns to John and says, you know what? I'm done. Listen, I've done nothing to try to be your friend. And in return, all I have received is nothing but sanctimonious platitudes. I am done listening to them. Yeah. And John even has that look on his face once again like, damn it. I would immediately, by the way, if I'm Lex, I would turn around and I'd be like, Clark, thanks for getting me yelled at again. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, I would have definitely just like walked, like <laughs> about to walk out and be like, thanks, Clark. Thanks, Clark. See you later, I guess. Nice. Let me know when you want me over again. <laughs> Let me know when John will have me. Uh, and so, of course, John is also... Why are we really blaming the Luthers for everything, bro? Like, John is just so damn thick. Like, it's it's him, bro. Well, even... Uh, here's the thing, though. And this is what I don't get either, and this is what we have talked about in the past. He even yells John. at Clark on his way out. He says, I know that you're just wanting to save everybody, but stay out of it. Yeah, this is my marriage. Okay, it's like what we talked about with the fishing trip and the football game. You're still going to be able to spend time with your son. It's just not how you said it should be. Same thing with their anniversary. You're still going to be able to have your dinner with your wife on your anniversary date. But because it's not how you thought it should be then automatically it's not good enough for you when people are trying to do something nice. John is the biggest brat, bro. That is such a bratty move where I'm not understanding... Lots of brat stuff. But I'm not understanding his side in this. This is another one where... Do you even think that it was Lex's fault? Or do you think that it was your son going to beg Lex? <laughs> like, do you think Lex was like, Oh, hey, I knew it was your anniversary. Let me give you this. That's no, that's silly. It is. It very much is. And I hate John in this moment. This episode, John has truly just kept shoveling a bigger and bigger hole for himself. I have no idea how he's going to be able to pull himself out. I hope the brothers are able to come on this show. Jesse, you better tell me. I better know how exactly how he becomes better. Because right now, Good God, I would never want him to be my father. In fact, I would leave him. Hmm. Emancipation? Emancipation. I'm going to go use my powers. I'm going to Metropolis. Hey, question. Is Preacher DC? Yes, it's uh, Indigo, so DC. Or Vertigo. Sorry, Indigo. (laughs) Vertigo, so yes, no, it's DC. Nikki is in that show. He's in all of third season. Interesting. By the way, I've never seen Preacher. Wow. Yeah, and I uh, people have told me that I would really like it. You would. So I'm not dove into it, but I, I never dove into the comics either. I I didn't really. I mean, I've seen stuff like online, but never like physical copy or anything like that. Yeah, Vertigo's stuff is spotty for me. I, I've done a few, mostly just like Hellblazer, though. But even that, I mean, some of the stuff is just weird. Yeah, and so Nikki plays basically Jesse, uh, Jesse's cousin. That lives in, like, southern Louisiana or something like that. And, yeah, he's an absolute psycho. Oh, hey. So it's a nice third season with his role in there. He's pretty crazy. But, again, it's still going into these characters just somehow have that DC bug where they just keep going. 
Yeah. They just keep going with the DC projects. I love it. How do we get on? But now we are back at the scene here in Lionel's office. We have, uh, yes, so we have Pine now has taken over. We have our bishop opening the safe. We have Kern tied up. And this is where, Joseph, I want you to be able to explain your boy here because Kern decides to run his mouth to a guy that has a gun. Yeah, um, I'm quiet if someone has a gun. Yeah, and whenever somebody then comes in, and Nikki says, hey, look what I found. Lionel and his assistant. All of a sudden, they start hearing a little alarm. Pine then says, what's going on? Who has an alarm? I think it's the flashing red light that's in Lionel's hand, but that could just be a guess. Hey, man, um, he's blind. Maybe he doesn't know the light. How did he have there? that then? Uh, that's obviously like his life alert. Is that what it is? That's his life alert, bro. Okay, I'll buy that. <laughs> All right, so and he, he's blind, so he doesn't know it flashes. I don't know about that. I think no, he no, knows. no. You know he's blind. No, he's no, blind. no. I no, I don't. I don't know about. It. He walked into the Luther office, uh, just completely okay with nobody. <laughs> like he like pushed open the doors as if it was nothing. <laughs> nah, yes. man. So we got freaking out because Pine was able to find that Lionel was able to call the police for them to come to the office. Now everybody starts freaking out because Pine says, guess what? I'm going to be able to kill them. Kern then starts running his mouth saying that's a state-of-the-art tracker. They're going to be here within five minutes, idiot. (laughs) Good job. Your plan's going to shit. Oh, all right. Well, Pine then suggests we already got the guy that we need now to be able to open the safe. This is going to be easy-peasy. Kern... No, it's not easy peasy because you already destroyed the code board in order to get in, you idiot. Kern, what are you doing right now? Pine turns the gun and shoots him in the chest. That's right. That's what I would do. That's right. Kern, shut up. And now Pine has two guns. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Hashtag. His two guns pointing it at Bishop and Nikki. And now, because they're freaking out, like, hey, what the hell? Uh, that wasn't part of the plan. What are we doing? They are now going crazy at each other. Everybody's saying, drop it, drop it. They're too far in, bro. They got to keep going. This looks like the office scene of everybody curling around me like, nobody's going to take me alive. (laughs) But what we do have in this moment is Lionel finally getting his moment to feel up Martha. Yep, just totally embracing her, and Martha's all for it. Oh, my God, I'm so scared. Don't worry, Martha. Let me just keep stroking this face of yours. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to see what you look like. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Oops, my hand is slipping. I mean, if I am Martha, I should be used to this. Oh, look at her. She's fully embracing him, looking up at him, even wants a kiss, probably. I... Oh my god, I hate that you're wanting to attach them two together. I hate that you're wanting them to do it. You don't you don't understand. You don't see it? No. You don't see the vibes? I don't see the vibes. I don't want the vibes. The frequency is off the charts. No, no, I don't want the vibes anymore. <laughs> and look at this. We get to go to Talon for the, the next best thing in this episode. And that's uh, Lana meeting Mrs. Small with Henry. And um, so Henry decides to get some coffee, huh? Well, Mrs. Small tells him, go get us some coffee. I need to talk to Lana by ourselves. Yeah, let's have some girl talk. Um, this is not girl talk. Yeah. This place is really cute, Lana. Hey, guess what? I don't want you hanging around Henry. Hold on. <laughs> That's not what she says. I don't want you getting close to Henry. Listen, Lana, you seem like you're smart. 
So I'm going to be very candid with you. Little does she know. (laughs) No. In this episode, I'm not insulting Lana. So Mrs. Smalls decides to take it upon herself to call her husband a big piece of crap. Yep. She then says, listen, I just don't want you to be something that Henry leaves behind. Because, you know, when I first met him in college, he was wanting to actually be something. Instead, now he works in the living room as just a protester. You know what? You know where his kids are that we have? They're in boarding school, Lana. He doesn't even call them. He doesn't even love them. You know why I'm with him? I don't even know. (laughs) Matter of fact, let me go write up this divorce. (laughs) Like, oh my. So, I do think, and it's why I was going to ask you. I would not believe her. And I would think she's a liar right now. Really? Why are you with him then? Mm. Oh, I love him. You just sat here for five minutes and talked about how awful he is. You do not love him. Well, like I said, little does she know, Lana's not smart. <laughs> okay, no. Because to your point, dude, you just proved a point. She should have picked up the clue. What do you mean she should have picked up the clue? That's not when Lana... Lana is... No, stop it. I'm not oh, allowing you to because get away. she's 15? Yes! Whatever, dude. You this is claim, her feeling. You claim this is the best Lana right now. You're all for Lana. Yeah, I am. This is actually... You just showed why she's dumb. This No, this is not her being dumb. She is finally just uh, wanting to get to know her real father. So she is wanting to impress the soon-to-be... I don't know. Again, I don't know what to call her. But either (laughs) way, she's still wanting to impress her for the validation. It's a fake mama. Instead, the fake mama just... And of course, Lana's like... Punches her, dude. Yeah, of course, Lana just like borderline about to cry. And then Henry comes back. He's like, so what you girls talking about? If I'm Lana, I'm crying and I'm leaving. Um, and then I would have Mrs. Smalls explain why. Yeah, how this. would she expect Lana to still stay? Yeah. That was clearly a, can you leave? We're going to have our coffee now. Also, keep a straight face, Lana. <laughs> You're smart. Suck it up. Yeah. I was told worse. What, <laughs> what were you told? <laughs> we don't go there. And so. Going to now. Yeah, now we Luther go Corp. to. Back to Luther Corp. Everyone has found out about the hostage situation. And the Kents are now finding out as well. Oh, at least one unidentified female employee. And, of course, Lionel Luther. Oh, guess what? Who's the only one at the office today? My mom. So you know what that means? We got to start running. Clark, if you get there before me, just make sure you think this through. Make sure you have a plan. You know what, Dad? There's a quicker way to be able to get to Metropolis. You just got to ask Lex. (laughs) Oh, my God. But wait, Clark's not the quickest way? Again, we've talked about this. Whenever Jonathan hurt his leg with the tractor falling on and how Clark just dragged him out of the barn, Clark's not allowed to carry him like a baby. (laughs) Jonathan won't allow it. I feel like I'm being manhandled. Exactly. He won't ever allow his son to manhandle him. Damn. Maybe you have a point there. That's really what I think. I think that, again... We have seen plenty of times how prideful Jonathan is. So I can only imagine his son rocking him like a baby, what that would do to his ego. Oof. Probably destroy it. Oh, dude, no doubt, man. Rockabye, baby, rockabye. <laughs> so, yeah, of course, we are under the assumption now they're on their way. They're getting their way to Metropolis. We go back to the hostage situation, and, of course, Kern, dead. And we have Lex now talking to Pine. Or actually, he doesn't know he's talking to Pine. 
and he's pissed off because the media now knows it's now a circus and then he's like what the hell who is this listen mr green i think things are getting a little bit hectic over here i need you to tell me what happened to kern what is he doing who are you you know what you have color id you figure it out yeah that's right hangs up on his ass dude get on lex yeah um lex is now panicking not a good time at all for Jonathan to then walk the in. The last person he's going to want to talk to. The very last person. You know whose fault this is? Whose fault is it? Say it. It's John's. It's Clark's. Oh. Who told him to go and see him? <laughs> yeah. Clark, stop. Dude. Stop. Clark's really trying. Dude, I get it. And, like, you and I have gone back and forth with this. But stop. It's just, like absolutely unbelievable how stubborn john can be how hard is it how hard is it to just say sorry can i please use the helicopter to go see martha all right so now finally in this episode ladies and gentlemen taylor gets to do one of his first theories probably the only theory of this one all right so jonathan states in this scene here whenever he's asking lex lex i'm coming here because I've been bullheaded. If I was able to take you up on your offer, I would have been able to already been going to the restaurant with Martha at this point. What's a better scenario? Jonathan walking in on the Martha and Lionel situation before Nikki does, or the kidnapping situation? Kidnapping. I was like, look, like what? It would have not. Like, listen. That, I wouldn't want to be there. Ass, he, John would beat up a blind man. John would kill he, a blind man. He would kill him. He would, he would kill, kill a blind man. I just, I ask because John brings that up. It's like, oh, so devastating. I'm like, John, I think. I think you saved yourself I think, on this like, one. everybody is going to be okay now. We have now added another plot to what if Smallville. Yes, <laughs> as if John walked into Lionel and Martha. The night Martha died. Oh my god! And they're not gonna—they're not gonna know which Martha. He throws them both out. Martha the Wayne, Martha Kent. Which Martha is it? Why did you say that name? <laughs> it's his mother's name. It's his mother's. His name. mother's name. <laughs> and so, of course, John just cannot muster it up to plainly ask, "Just hey, can I use the helicopter?" And of course, Lex interrupts him, and he's like, "Yes, Mister Kent." I can give you the helicopter to Metropolis. And, of course, Lex needs to go there, too, so it's convenient. And oh we go back. God. And now we have Clark hey, showing up. I'm going to have uh, you take over this scene entirely because I hate this scene more than life itself. So go. Oh, no, no, no. You don't love the new cop? No, no, no. I need you to explain this on Clark's super speed. I want you to explain Clark's decision making. <laughs> I want you to explain what the hell he's doing. All right, well, so he shows up to the scene. He's outside the building, still daytime. We're looking up. He somehow is by the pedestrians, but now he's by an area where he can blatantly see SWAT people swarming in on a side of the building. He's now over a vent, and he, I guess he's going to go through the sewers, the pipelines. So he's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's what he was doing. That's what he was trying to pull right now. And so we get um, caught by fellow police officer, Metropolis police officer, uh, what's her? I don't know her name, but she hey. catches him. Has a f- gun, just one-handed, pointed at this kid's chest. Hey, hey, 
Joseph, can I just pop somebody in the forehead and knock them out? Sure. Hey, um, I have super speed where time then freezes right and nobody's able to see me and I just become a red blur, right? Yeah. Um, Clark's strategy is now to be able to say, um, my, my mom's in there. Um, okay, I'll put my hands behind my head. Um, and the cop decides to spill all the secrets, saying they have the entire building wired. They'll threaten every, everyone to shoot everyone inside if we don't do something. If somebody were to walk in and that wire would have been red, you know what? Everybody would have died all because of you. Come on, kid. Let's go. I'm going to puke. Dude. This is Superman. Hey, um, why do we have a gun pulled out on a 15-year-old? Hold on. He doesn't look 15. Why are we he pulling out? He doesn't look a- 15. No, 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 no. Clark is the dumbass in that situation, a not the lady cop. A lot of people don't look 15. The lady cop is doing her job. That guy does not look 15. Holding the gun one hand I would do at this. the kid's no, 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 no. chest. No, no, no. I'm all about this. He's double my size. What are you talking about? Okay, maybe not the gun, maybe a taser. Like fine, but no, no, no. I have some type of weapon, dude. <laughs> you kidding me? You want me to get a knife? Whatever, man. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> what are you gonna do? But in the end, Clark gets taken away from her. Where they're gonna go set up at the booth. And now we are cutting into the scene where Bishop is breaking through the vault where this could be... It's like the initial door cover. This could possibly be the dumbest thing that I've ever seen because Bishop was able to get through. She says, Pine, you are up. Pine and Nikki are arguing back and forth because Nikki is upset that Kern is dead. Pine is telling Nikki, shut up. We're so far into this. There's no way out. Hey, whenever there's a SWAT team, whenever there's people outside... Would you still go for the save? Um, Because nothing was a part of the plan with the cop showing up. You are not an expert for my understanding of being able to do this. So would you still go for the save just to see what's inside? Because you know you're going to get busted. Yes. Okay. No, no, no. That is the fair point. I would not steal things, though. It's like At this point, the building's surrounded, and if you didn't have time to already just pack up and leave without having to bust Yes. It, if I had time, I would have left. I would have left, but at that point, within five minutes, I'm not getting away in five minutes, bro. You're, you're taking your shot, though. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I, I can believe that because, to your point, if I don't even have a way out in my head, I'm at least going to see what's inside, take what I can, and if I somehow escape, I win. Yeah. Because no matter what, I feel like I'm going to get caught. Because, yeah, what you're thinking about is getting caught. Yes. And the last thing you're thinking about, oh, man, why am I get away with this? But so they're all arguing, basically. Pine and Nick yes. are arguing. And Martha and Lionel are now going over thing. And uh, Lionel's like, look, you know, I know what you're thinking. You know, the last thing you were saying to Jonathan or the boys, whatever, you're well, sticking with your head. We might die today. He was apologizing, and she goes, there's something for you to be able to apologize for. It, this type of thing happens in their, both of their lives. But John, uh, Martha actually states, I'm just upset because of last thing that I've stated to Jonathan was not good, and it's our anniversary. Lionel even gives a little smirk, says, ha-ha. How well, ironic. Me and Lex even had an argument earlier. So Pine then, uh, he's up, like I said, because Bishop was able to get through grabs a liquid nitrogen can and starts freezing what would that not freeze his hand that i don't know what that would do 
I don't Apparently, know why it's there's freezing even... the bolt lock or whatever that's on it. So that's a temperature bolt lock is what I'm supposed to believe because it even showed the temperature going down on well, it. Well, it's like the lock mechanism so that if it's broken, obviously the, the vault's just open. Pine was able to get through. I would much rather have like, can I have a guy that's don't able you... to like spin it and like able to put his ear up against the safe and to be able to hear the clicks? Why can't I get an Italian job scenario? Bet you that was Kern, dude, but they got him killed. Ooh, okay. I bet you he was that guy. Okay. Because the leader, the leader's going to do that and do it in a most efficient way. By the not way, this sloppy way. I'm buying a lot of stuff you're selling this episode here. Usually yeah. I disagree with you. I'm buying a lot here. I'm liking it. <laughs> this is weird. Make out with me. Okay, later. <laughs> and they actually open the vault, and guess what? Lionel, like he said, really nothing valuable to them, but it's a crate of kryptonite like in the shape of gold bars okay so i just want to make sure everybody understands lionel's face here they open the safe to your point it's kryptonite bricks where then they all look everyone's shocked large bricks lionel it has the smirk yeah i got bricks (laughs) (laughs) it's like like, does that shit look good martha (laughs) like you like that do you see what i got in there okay that really is an overabundance of kryptonite. Yeah. You deserve to have some type of radiation cancer at this point. First, uh, dude. I am not going to feel sorry. I'm not. Those are huge bricks. Yeah. What is going on? Severely huge. Why does he have that? Bro, I think he's like chopping it up. And like <laughs> just, doing what? Just like snorting it, dude. No, that's. No. He has a drug problem. Man, they look like bricks. Cure my blindness. But no. Hold on. But what's... Tattoo people. We got to keep diving into this. So he is the kingpin. He is the one that deals the kryptonite to the people in order for them to get their abilities. He's the distributor. He is everything. He is the creator. He is the kingpin. Dude, he's king. He is. Yeah. He's the dirtiest, most bastard king ever. And... So he's man on fire. Yeah. And so, of course, Martha's even freaking out that there's just a whole crate of kryptonite bricks. And they're like, what the hell? Okay. And she looks at Lionel like, dude, you piece of shit. Like this simple. It's this simple. Hey, uh, Lionel, I quit. Very simple. It's that easy for me. The moment I see it, I go, oh, okay. This is not what I thought it was. Yeah, we're done. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're... uh, what is it? I guess you could say making, I get distributing, create anything. You are potentially you're a hoarding. majority of the problem in yeah. Smallville. You're hoarding the thing that kills my son. That's right. I'm not doing this. <laughs> and so, yeah, so she's freaking out on that, just looking at him, and Lionel looks kind of concerned a little bit. Back Thanks. down on the ground, we have Jonathan and Lex now coming to the scene. Jonathan is like, what the hell do you think you're doing, cop? She says, listen, I caught him snooping around because he's an idiot, so here's your son back. Yeah, and so uh, Lex knows this cop, Lieutenant Sawyer. Yes. Do you know Sawyer? I feel I, like you would. I feel Aren't like you I Batwoman should. Batwoman girl? Yeah, who's Lieutenant Batman Sawyer? Girl. <laughs> Batwoman boy. Well, no, Batgirl's actually going to be coming Sawyer out. Maggie Sawyer is that cop, and she's usually a Gotham City cop, and she's known to be the lover of Batwoman. Oh, Batwoman. No, I'm not a Batwoman lover. Are you kidding me? 
I, am I know not a you fan. love Kane, bro. No, no, no. I love Batgirl. I thought we were going to be talking about the HBO series that's going to be coming out. Batgirl. They just did their pilot, by the way, the other day. It's getting some good, solid reviews. Is it? Because Michael Keaton's in it. No. F- what? Yeah, everybody. Come on. Soak this up. Because they're doing flashbacks because they're trying to connect Batgirl into that universe. Dude, they are saying that it's good. Wow. Yes. They're really trying to push this Michael Keaton Batman thing. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to be doing Flashpoint, which, I mean, I guess you could bring in her. It's just weird because Robert Pattinson, I thought, was going to be in that universe because her father, I thought, was going to be that Commissioner Gordon. Apparently, it seems like it's going to be the Flashpoint's Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Oh, wait. Because Michael Keane's going to be in Flashpoint. He is, but... Hmm. Yeah, see, we don't know what universes are what when it comes to the DC world at this point. Flashpoint, I feel like, is supposed to connect it all. The problem is, Ezra Miller is such a piece of crap that now you're having to deal with that. And by the way, they're still saying that they're going to release it in theaters. I think, I, I hope it bombs. Sorry, buddy. Big DC fan. Love it. If you put Grant Gustin into that, guess what? It's a billion-dollar movie. Bro. It's a billion-dollar movie. I would love for them to come to their senses and get Grant to just do the big screens, baby. You would have to. Because think about it. And somebody brought this up, too. You gave Zack Snyder with $70 million to just recreate scenes out of Justice League and make it a better movie where people then tune in and actually watched it. Mm-hmm. Why don't you spin that in order to just recast it and put Grant in every single scene? Oh, yeah. Why don't you just And do we that? would have Grant's version, which is so much better. So much we better. We have the actual Barry Allen. Yeah. Because you can't stick with Ezra. No. Can't. Nope. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> just like Amber Turd. All right. But that was a good rant, though. <laughs> I like that. But again, Batgirl, great review so far. Well, this is about Batwoman, dude. That's Maggie Sawyer. I hate Batwoman. Bat, I don't care. Her and Batwoman scissor each other. No wonder I don't care. You see that animated movie? It was it Bad Blood or something? It was so terrible. What the, all the Batman animated movies? That was so awful because it just focused on her. I hate Batwoman. The original Batwoman looks so much cooler. If you want to look up a good Batwoman, look up the Golden Age. She had the great outfit. She premiered with the motorcycle. Oh, my God. I dude, love me some Batwoman. are you okay? I hate the redhead. (laughs) And so Lex is trying to basically get more information from Maggie Sawyer, the lieutenant. And uh, so while he's doing that, Clark is letting John know what the deal is. Hey, I'm trying to figure it out. No one's watching the Daily Planet. Oh, hey, this is the first time we've seen it. And now we, um, I guess he's going to go up there and jump. Yeah. He's going to do a building jump. Hey, um, if you run really fast, is the logic to like just not attempt to run up the wall? I'm I'm so lost by the idea because couldn't you also try to super jump? Yeah. Yeah. Can you just try it from the ground instead of having to go all the way up at the Daily Planet? And, and then, then jump, jump across? Yeah. Can you just do... I'm sorry to connect it again. I'm sorry. A Hulk jump? <laughs> Can you just do something like that, though, in order to be able to get up? Because the other thing that doesn't make sense is... That Clark is then being like, this is my plan. Jonathan then says, oh, my God, Clark, the heights. No way. We need to think of something better. I hate that plan. So you see how it's like daytime, right? So like now it's nighttime. Yeah. So this whole time is yeah. Clark casually walking up to the Daily Planet roof and it's taking him this long? There's people in the Daily Planet, no? Yeah, I would assume. There's people outside. So guess what? Walking. You can't. Yep. <laughs> he can't use his powers. 
God, it took him hours? Yeah. No, nah, probably just like an hour. He probably like, stopped kinda... and talked to people. You know, Clark. Hey. Hey, you know what? I wanted to intern in here. Did you guys uh, know a person named Chloe? She had like a summer job here. She said she met a guy that she did. Can you tell me who that guy was? Because I didn't really believe her, <laughs> but she told me about it. So maybe you can point him out. Um, who are you? <laughs> Get out. You don't work here. How old are you? Where are your parents? <laughs> and so we go back to the hostage office and Pine. The hostage office. The hostage office. And so Pine goes over here and he's just upset because all he's found is the kryptonite and a bunch of files. A bunch of files. That he just throws on the ground in front of Lionel and Martha and says, What the hell is all this? And of course, my God, Lionel, this might be a jackass move here. <laughs> what? what? What are you talking about? I would have been freaking out if, like, they're going to go in there and find these files. By the way. Did he not just think it would be thrown in front of Martha? He is a little bit, though. His facial reactions Oh, because he does. He seems a little bit more nervous whenever she starts kind of picking up or he hears the files being thrown here. He does get a little bit on the nervous side. But I wanted to actually go further into your point. We have computers at this time, right? Yes, we've so seen them. Why do we have files that are labeled Clark Kent? Because uh, paper's cool. Uh, by the way, when we have code names too? No. Code words? No. We wouldn't have any of that. Yeah, because you would uh, have a file on Clark Kent labeled with Luther Corp all over it. Because Got Luther it. Corp does that. Got it. I just, I just wanted to make confidential sure. file on the Clark Kent, even though he's never been to Luther Corp. Deal. I just wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page here. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah, this is so, great. So, of course, Martha sees Clark's file on the ground. And then Lionel, Lionel is over there just kind of freaking out. And this was probably the coolest part of this episode. Guess who had the spaceship key? Took 30 minutes for us to finally get to the spot that everyone needs to be at, which is, yes, we figure out who has the octagonal-shaped key. It happens to be Mr. Lionel and some type of weird contraption that they have to suck it out of. I don't know what that was. It's like a weird display container yeah. to like perfectly grab it in that way and just hold it. But yeah, and so Pine's just like, what the hell is this? And he goes and asks, and he sees the space, uh, the, the, the symbols, symbols on it. And he's like, what the hell is this? He's pissed. He's like, this is worthless to me. This better be important to you is most likely what he is hoping for. Because he grow, he goes over and he grabs that beautiful hair and he says, you better tell me. <laughs> and even Martha's freaking out back there. She's like, um, um, I know that. I know that key. That key. You have that key? And it's like, oh, shit. I put in my two Clark. weeks right now. I slide it to him. I say I, I would, quit. Honestly, I would literally leave. What do they need her for? They need her for nothing. They only need Lionel. Yeah. Hey, can you have Bishop show me out, please? It's like, hey, can I just leave? I'm not about this anymore. <laughs> and but, so Martha's now getting very sketched out because kryptonite, file, spaceship key. Now she's pissed. Now she's like, Lionel, I hate you. I now see that you were purely trying to manipulate me, get me all this stuff, get me to Metropolis, and now I can fully investigate Clark without Martha's input. Yeah, and what I hate more than anything is that Clark has still not made his way up, by the way. 
to the Daily Planet because he still decided to listen to John. And instead, what he decides to wait for is for Pine to then call the hostage negotiators, where then he starts holding Martha outside of the window, pointing the gun at her head. Finally, Clark says, hey, I have superpowers. Yeah, I think I'll go up there now. Actually, you just showed him at the ground, right? Yeah, yeah. He was at the ground, so he didn't take his time going up the stairs, which I think would have probably been a better thing for him to do instead of standing on the ground. So when he had initially said something about his plan to his dad, hey, no one's watching the Daily Planet, I'll go do that. John told him to shut up. It's now nighttime, and they were still down there. So how long has it been? 20, 30 minutes, and they've just been... Yeah, no, no, I'm going to say it's been probably about five hours. Five hours? Five hours. From the beginning that she was taking care from when they found out to now, five hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're completely at nighttime. There's no sunset. There's no anything. We are completely at night where we're even having the helicopter fly over, shining the flashlight everywhere. This is five hours later. And also, what is Clark doing? What it? What is this? We're just going to be chilling on the ground with your dad because he says you can't do your idea because it's too scary because you have a problem with heights. You saw Sean jump off the bridge, come crashing down, get up and say, ha, that was fun. What do you think is going to happen to you? Hmm. I, I'm missing where the heights thing is coming from. I get it. Yeah, I know. Flying. Wait, did you say Sean? Sean uh, with Summers. Am I, am no, I, that's Eric. Eric, sorry, sorry. Thank you for correcting Dude. me. Sorry, sorry. But, but also, for- even in uh, Dichotic, remember he jumped down to catch Chloe? Yes. It, ex- From the dam, the same okay. dam. Okay, now you're making this worse. Yeah. But yes, <laughs> so we've already seen, though, where Eric was able to uh, fall down, come crashing down, not harm at all. He did it himself in order to catch Chloe, where he just decided to go back first and then get up and take a need in yeah. order to catch her. <laughs> but that's where... Wh- I know. What? I made it worse, dude. I'm sorry. Is, I made it worse. Is this higher than the bridge? Yeah. Well, that's the dam. It's the dam. Oh, I know, I know. The dam. Is the dam... I mean, the dam looked pretty high. It's a skyscraper, bro. I want to know height. Somebody <laughs> better know height. <laughs> Give us the inches. <laughs> So now we have Clark finally getting up there, came through the door, and he is now... On the roof of the Daily Planet. Freaking out. He's freaking out a little bit, and it's like, whoa, okay, I gotta jump this. And now he looks down. I'm getting dizzy. I think I shouldn't look down in this scenario. And also, I'm superhuman and if I were to come crashing down, I'm going to survive. If a bullet cannot penetrate you, what makes you so scared? I may get a bruise. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of. But we are then going back to the ground where Lex has now contacted once again Pine, where they are talking on the phone with each other. Pine is now telling Lex everything that they found where there was nothing inside of the safe except for green bars and an octagonal key metal disc looking thing. Lex's eyes get bigger than I've ever seen before, starts freaking out, and he says, listen to me, pack up everything, the files, the bars, the octagon. Yeah, then what? And he says, I know a way out of the building. 
But first, you need to let the hostages go. Pine then hangs up the phone and says, you know what? Looks like we're going to be able to get out of here. Puts that in his left pocket. Martha notices where it is. Lionel, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> um, it looks like he's daydreaming. Yeah, it looks like that he's actually knowing what's going on because he's not blonde. <laughs> he's blonde. No, he's not. And so here goes Clark getting the guts. And John, I Just, guess, happens to look at the right time and sees that Clark is now jumping. Oh, What is Clark doing? He is Clark's doing, doing some footless step. stuff. Footloose! Footloose! <laughs> Yeah, everybody cut! Yeah, everybody cut! Yeah, no, he's he's legit doing that. And so he <laughs> finally jumps, and it looks like a pretty shitty jump, to be honest. Well, he's going faster than the birds, which proves my point where if time just stopped, couldn't he just go through and speed through the entire building itself instead of having to jump through the window, which now sets off the alarm at the same time, and everybody knows, guess what? Somebody happens to be in the building. I don't know why clark would ever be thinking that this is gonna hurt dude he's i'm telling you bro you know he doesn't be thinking straight a lot of the time and so he finally lands in there he's like oh my god i got in (laughs) oh my god just destroyed that person's office if i came in the next day be like so i got fired i'm so mad i'm so mad if i came into the office like y'all wanted me to come into work today why is it fixed did nobody tell me anything like okay you could have just told me like i'm gone you didn't have to destroy my belongings is this someone else's office now i don't do this and so we go to the hostage office and we got nikki uh what is he doing trying to get on the phone here no, no, we have Pine that's now going. Oh, we got security. Yes, this is where they are the alerted, where Martha already knows exactly who it is. It's obviously Clark. Nikki is having to go check it out to see exactly who it is. We are back down below at the Luther Corp, where Lex is looking with the lady cop, where he now has figured out that somebody has made their way up because the alarm is going off. Lex then calls Pine, says, Pine, what the hell? Pine then says, yeah, it's going to be a million dollars if you want your belongings. Ooh, and I need a way out of here. We get out of here or no one does. And, of course, Lex is like, all right, it has a private elevator, bro. I'll take you there, at least to the garage, three blocks away. All right, and looks like we have Pine then saying, hey, Lionel, there is uh, some kind of access here. Lionel is already preparing to have a deal of his own. Mm-hmm. He, he says, is, and whatever that coward on the phone, Mr. Green, is offering you, I'll double it. And Pond's like, oh. And he says, in the ex- for the contents in my safe and the exchanges for our lives. Looks like I got myself a bidding war here, Mr. Luther. Mm. And, of course, Lex is like, you can't trust him. Don't do it. It's like, what? Why would you say that to him? Somebody who hides his own identity? Come on. I don't know why. Who would I rather trust? The guy that's in front of me or the guy that's using the fake voice? Oh. Hang up. Yep. He gets hung up. And then, of course, who is the one to overhear the convo? John. Because John has nothing to do at this point except to worry about what Lex is doing. Because John can just sniff this out. And he even asks, were you talking to those men up there? Listen, John. I can assure you the best interests of your wife and my father are because of me or in my head. Either way, Lex does not look good. Instead, 
you do not say that. Yeah. That's and, a uh, horrible response. John immediately grabs his arm quite firmly and actually probably threatens to kill him at this point. He's saying, if you had something to do with what's going on up there, I will pretty much kill you in front of the entire town. Lex then shrugs the arm off, takes a hard look and says, I'm not going to yell at you because you're older than me and you can kick my ass. That's and right. walks away. I, by the way, again, what a horrible decision from Lex. Mm -hmm. Why are we not hiding when we're making these phone calls? Why because... are we not making sure that there's nobody around? He was right by the tent. <laughs> Jonathan was standing right there at the tent. Jonathan didn't move. Jonathan didn't follow Lex anywhere. Lex went into the tent area. Hmm. What's going on? Hey, man. Look. What if you wanted him to know? Jonathan, yell at me. Yeah. Call me scum. I love it. Spit on me. Dad what? doesn't do this for me at home. <laughs> what? What? Um, and so Nikki's, of course, walking around with the gun, seeing who's in the building. And papers fly away, and Clark's right behind him. Did you ever hear Clark have a girly voice until now? Because I did. Where's my mother? <laughs> this, Where is she? This, and, of course, Nikki's about to die yeah, because Nikki's Clark gonna, is about to snap his neck. Why couldn't he be more firm? Why couldn't he? Where is my mother? And Where's my mother? Where's my mom? See the difference? Hey, oh, that's where she is? That, Popped her in the head. That's it. Let's keep it classy. Instead, Clark is being sloppy. Mm-hmm. Where does he get it from? John. And, of course, Lionel over here. <laughs> they are wheeling and dealing. Fine and Lionel are going back and forth when it comes to the money. I'll send it to any account you want, whatever you want. As long as you just give me what I want, I'll give you the money. Pine then decides, all right, I'm taking my deal. Hands the cart to Bishop, tells Bishop to start packing everything up because they are going to be able to get out of there. Lionel is now a happy camper, but all of a sudden, Pine then kind of turns this on to Martha and says... Pick up the damn files and put them in the basket. And that's when Lionel's face really does yes. change. He's like, oh, shit. And, of course, Martha does see and is trying to peek into the Clark Kent file. But Pine's Pine. like, dude, hurry up. Yeah, what are you doing reading? Did I tell you to read it or did I tell you to put it in there? I love how consistent he is because he immediately was like, pick up the files. Like, what the hell? You're not picking up the files. Pick up the files. Lionel's completely shaken right now. He does not understand. Look at his face. Yeah, and then he goes and has the nerve to ask her, Yes. Where's the disc? Where's the disc he had? And she's like, I, I, I don't know. I think it's in his pocket or something. I think it's the bald one that has one. Pine then comes over, starts pushing them over with his gun, but Clark then grabs the power line to the entire building. Usually that's where you keep a fire extinguisher. That's where they keep the power line. He pulls it down, or then he storms in because... Bishop, Pine, Nikki, or Nikki's actually already taken out. Bishop and Pine are shocked because it's apparently with a security alert, with the power going out, it then turns to red. It's like emergency blue. lights. Yeah. What happened to the blue? Well, you know, they have to keep the theme here for Superman. That's true. Come on, man. Blue or red? Exactly, bro. And Clark just barges in, tosses Bishop onto Pine. Piece of cake. And, of course, they're pretty much knocked out here. And um, Martha, Martha starts freaking out, decides dude. to uh, scream Clark's name. Yeah. I, no, 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 no. She has to. She has no, to. No, you do not. Yes, you do, because this is a serious situation. You see those bars? Usually I would agree with you. Usually I'm on your side. I've been on your side this entire episode. We don't need to say Come your on. name. Come on. 
Come on, look at those bricks. We don't need to say those name. bricks are gonna harm my son. I am not thinking of oh my god, who's gonna find out? Blind mice? No. I'm going to be freaking out thinking of him. I would never say his name. I, I just think I'm in a panic at that point because do you see the bricks? Hey man. They just weaken him. Okay? I really wish they would give us a distance type thing. Like, <sighs> yeah. for how much? Because the cart does look like it's, what, 15 feet away? Bro, that thing is probably hurting them. It, it looks like 15, 20 feet away. So is it just because of the amount? But then it goes back to, like, Lana's necklace. That's such a small amount where what is the distance between that necklace not being able to affect him? I just need to know my distances. Give it to me in centimeters. <laughs> Explain it to me like I'm five. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I just can't. I can't buy into it. Because then you to reveal the name, you kind of give more hints of what's going on. It's just like, bro, you what saw do you the mean? file. The man you has saw... a file on my son already. He already knows he has abilities. So, dude, you can't confirm. You lie. You deny, 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 deny. I'm still going back. Okay, my main point is that my son was about to die, so I don't care. Nah. I'm just going to be calling his name. He ain't about to die, bro. I'm going to tell him to get his ass out of the room because guess what? There's green bricks everywhere. He ain't about to die, bro. He could have. Do you see how bad <laughs> he is in this state? So, of course, Clark is pretty much incapacitated at this point. He cannot move. He's on the ground. Pine, after getting super kicked, immediately gets back up because he's a hard ass and starts screaming at Clark, are you alone? Are you alone? Clark starts getting an angry face. Martha then decides, I got an idea, pushes the cart back into Pine the Pine checks out her ass and is like, oh, I got to get over there now. And puts his hands inside of the door. He's an idiot. Why don't you just like, and again, I love her. Why don't you just like door check Martha or something? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, and don't you love the uh, American Sniper skit right here? Yeah, because now we have Pine holding up Lionel after Martha was able to save Clark. Pine is now holding up the I don't know, drill. Drill. He's holding up a drill, power drill. And he is about to go crazy crazy online he's about to dig into his skull like he's hannibal lecter clark immediately runs over there takes out pine pine can't believe it but before pine can truly even comprehend his own thoughts bang lionel shot him in the back fatally why and, um by the way why oh i thought you were gonna explain how he's not blind in this scene because i would have bought it Okay, now you're buying it? Now you're going to buy what I'm selling after all of this time? Well, how would he know where to shoot in Clark's air? How would he know where anything was? All right, he walked into the office without anybody. Hostage office. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Luther Mansion office. Dude, whatever, man. Look, okay. Does he know the place so well? Is that what you're going to try to tell me? No, nah, I'm nah. not buying it. But yes, let's go off of this. <laughs> the gunpoint, he, how did he know? How did he know? How did he know that he was in front of him? Also, how do you know where I to guess shoot you, if it's not going to hit anyone else? I guess you could say the reason why he killed him is because he wanted to make sure that he wouldn't reveal that he tried to make a deal of his own. Exactly. Loose ends, bro. And then now we had Martha warn Clark, hey, you need to go Get burn rid of those the files. files. Burn the files because there's one on you. And, of course, he immediately does it. It's like, hell yeah, Mom, I'll do that. And then, of course, the cops finally get in the building, and they see that uh, Clark Kent is inside now, the same cop, and is pissed. But it's like, hey, I saved the day. A 15-year-old saves the day once again. 
no one no one gives this man credit well no uh of course they don't i think the credit is okay you can get away free for trespassing so i think that's maybe where the credit lies is that we're not going to press charges on you you're free to go Mm -hmm. and it's your mom and it's like of course martha and john are just so happy to see each other it's just like an immediate sorry i was stupid sorry i love you oh my god clark is so satisfied because he's like yes my parents are making out i finally did my job now they're gonna have sex tonight (laughs) and lex is like dude how'd you get in the building man like lionel immediately tells lex oh clark it's so cool that's what he's saying daddy i did not hear that but what i did hear was he's an amazing man you don't ever need to backtalk him again, Lex. Yeah. I wish he was my son. Uh, so Lionel and Lex have now figured out both each other's games here. Lionel, Lex is like, Dad, I'm sorry you had to go through all that. You know what, Lex? I'm going to need to pack up all my stuff. I am leaving. Lex's response is finally being a man. I'll help you pack. Yeah. And this is where uh, it finally uh, becomes slow-mo? Jitters Part 2. Oh, you this, like is this? Exactly, this is exactly how Jitters ended. You like the slow-mo yeah. of this, of them showing the family and Lex being left in the dark once again? Like uh, Jitters. Okay, I think he should stay away from Luther Court. I think so. I yeah. think he should just stay away from his dad. I, that would be too easy. Oh, too easy. We have to make this difficult. And so after this nice little slow pan out, we finally get back to the house. Martha actually typed up the resignation. She was ready to go, but, 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 what did they decide to do, man? The Kents decide, oh my God. hey, why don't we take a page out of the Luther book oh my and God. have you keep working there? Because we wouldn't have found out that they were spying on Clark the whole time if you weren't working for them. I'm pretty sure Clark had this idea like six episodes ago. <laughs> Where he said, why are we even upset? Martha would be able to, mom would be able to find out things before us if they were really spying on us. And Jonathan called him an idiot. Jonathan then tries to turn this around, making it seem like that it's his own idea. And it's, you know what? This is the exact scenario of how they met in college. (laughs) Uh, Where even Clark's in the back like, I thought of that. Jonathan didn't know that she was the T.A., (laughs) <laughs> and yet he was trying to help her out. This is the exact scenario where both Clark and Martha are allowing John to make it feel like that it's his idea because he hasn't done anything else for the farm. So they are feeling like we got to give him one. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> this also goes against all of his beliefs that he's been spewing. That's true. For the past season and a half. He is a hypocrite. And then we get to the last part of this episode, which is very interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember this at all. No, no. I completely remember this because I actually wrote it down multiple times in my notes. This may be the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Why is she hiding it? Why is she hiding it? So we go pan out to the barn real quick. No, sorry, the cellar. We We had the spaceship. We had the spaceship there. It was showing the octagonal... A key shape that it goes into and of course martha is now in the kitchen and she has the key that she got from the office hostage office and she decides to hide it in the flower and hide it from john and the family that she found the key and clark yeah the family so i said 
No, no, no. You just specifically labeled John. John and the family. No, no, no. Whoa, wait. Is Clark not having... <laughs> no, 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 All right, John and Clark, the family. Sorry. So, John decides not to tell knee. him. Because even John walks in there and is like, hey, you okay? He's like, yeah, I'll be there in a second. And she hides it. Why is she hiding it? I already know. I don't know. I mean, I, I should say I already should assume. No, it's no, no. because she I, doesn't I want him really to love... find out his history. She doesn't want him to stray away from that family and find his. Who? What do you mean who? No, no, no. Who, no, no. So you're saying that that's why she hid it from Clark? Yeah. Why she hid it from Jonathan? Um, because I bet you, well, damn. It doesn't make sense. He would it, he would feel the same way probably. Based on all their entire relationship, it doesn't make any sense for her to do this. This is one of the biggest stretches I've ever seen the show do. This ending scene just pissed me off entirely. It was like it was a throw in there as if they forgot to put this scene in there to figure out what to do with the key because this does not make sense to her character. Why would she hide it from John? I agree with your point on Clark. She allowed this farmer to do everything. But yet she's not going to trust him with the key now? I don't get it. Yeah. Because um, what is her plan? What's your plan, Martha? I'm really just going to go with my same thing of uh, she doesn't want Clark to find out his history. I, get, I, I believe that. I don't understand the Jonathan. Hmm. I can't buy into that because of the Jonathan. Like, that's not the same thing for John. Maybe um, John would want to show Clark. He wouldn't, though. I think he would. He wouldn't want Clark to know anything about his past. He yelled at him with Kyla and her grandfather, you know, grandfather quotation. But John doesn't ever want him to find anything. He tells everyone to shut up. He tells Clark to don't talk to anybody that knows anything or says Krypton or Kryptonite or anything or Green Rocks. Dude, they don't know anything about that yet. My point is anything that doesn't remotely seem normal, Jonathan tells Clark to stay away. Well, we ended that episode on a nice confusing note. Martha, idiot. Stop. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. I agree with you on that. Martha, I expect better from you. Lana, I feel sorry for you. Clark, I don't know what to be proud or I don't know what to do with you. Jonathan, I'm disappointed in you. That's my summary. That's a wrap. We'll catch us next week for Suspect. I'm busy. The True Sus episode. I'm busy that day. I'm not going to be able to, yeah. All right, I'll see you later, dude. All right, dude, later. All right.